Hi guys, my name is Chloe Hall, the owner of Velvet Fawn Clothing Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Fawn Threads, where the stories of business, fashion, and motherhood seamlessly intertwine. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Fawn Threads. I'm your host, Chloe Hall, and today we're diving in to our journey to our Dallas showroom. So sit back, relax, buckle up for this episode, Threaded in Texas. Five years ago, my journey began in a multi-line showroom. Velvet Fawn was just starting out, and we were primarily what is now Little Lanyap. We were more geared towards our New Orleans-style products at the time than what is now Velvet Fawn. And in another episode, we'll go into why um, I decided to break up our family of brands. But for now, let's stick with Dallas. So Dallas Market Center is a place where retailers, so your hometown shop local boutiques, come to buy most all of their inventory. So they buy in bulk um, here, and they are cultivating the products that you see in their stores. So we began in a multi-line showroom. What a multi-line showroom is a showroom that has sales representatives in it, and they represent multiple brands. So it wouldn't just be Velvet Fawn. It would be, you know, multiple children's brands. Um, some are not necessarily children's, but they're gift. Um, shoes. The, the list goes on. If you've never been to market, think of it as a mall on massive steroids. You're talking 15 plus floors, multiple buildings of showroom after showroom, of product after product. It can be extremely overwhelming, but extremely fun and also inspiring. So we began in a multi-line showroom. Um, we were there for... My memory's kind of fuzzy on this because it's been five years. I want to say it was like one and a half or two years. I'd have to go back and look at a calendar. But we were there for a little while. And then COVID hit. Um, COVID had some interesting challenges with the wholesale realm. Um, thankfully, we as a brand did not experience any COVID delays with our shipments. But I do know of brands who missed like their entire season of spring, summer, and their swimsuits were being delivered in, you know, December. Thankfully, thankfully, we did not experience any of that. But navigating the challenges um, became an interesting part of our story. We pulled out of our multi-line showroom and I went on my own doing wholesale. So at the time, what that looked like is, is I ordered what was our most popular cuts. So like our willow dress, our fin short, we were writing spring, summer at the time. I ordered them in just blank fabric, um, just white cotton. And I ordered a ton of swatch books of that collection. So just really cute little books that the uh, retailer could flip and see what that, what that fabric would look like. Um, had catalogs and then what I did was is I started something that was called showroom to you 
So what it was is we boxed up all these white samples, put in the swatch books, and shipped it to retailers. They had it for about one to two weeks. It had a USP, uh, UPS return label in it. They stuck the label back on it, and it was shipped back to us, and then it went back to, the, to a different retailer. Um, and we did that for a little bit until January 2021. Yeah, till January 2021, we did that. So up until then, that's how we did wholesale. It was strictly virtual. Um, they would write all their orders online. And it was hard to make retailer connections. But we fought it. We pivoted. And you just did what you had to do. So fast forward to 2021. And we decided it's time to try Dallas again. But trying it meant doing it. I don't want to say on my own because... It wasn't really on my own. Um, that is when my mom became part of Velvet Fawn. Um, she is now our wholesale account manager. So she manages all of our wholesale accounts um, with the addition of two sales reps in one in Atlanta and one in the Pacific Northwest. We'll get into that in a minute. But my mom came along with me in January 2021 and I had signed a temporary booth spot in what is known as Kids World, a studio. So it's kind of like an open air um, walk through a little market. And they have a ton of little booths, summer temps, summer permanents. And we wrote all of our orders and we blew it out of the water. I was shocked at how many people wrote orders with me um the retailers that came the retailers that remembered us from years ago the new accounts um I left very very thankful and grateful but extremely overwhelmed so from then on we decided you know we had a great run January 2021 let's sign a lease so I signed a lease um for that booth spot for a year and the next show came around in March, and we blew it out the water again. And we, we outgrew that spot. My mom and I were writing double orders at each at a time. We had a wait list going on. It was, it was a lot, but it was fun. It was fast-paced, and we just, it was, I can't even remember the square footage, but it was tiny. Like, think of, like, a little, a little bit bigger than a closet, but, like, a little walk-in closet type size. Um... But if you see our collections, you will know that that fills up quickly with garments. So in June of 2021, I signed my first lease for a private showroom. I kind of felt like this was a pivotal moment for Velvet Fawn with wholesale. Um, just growing up and having gone to fashion school in New York, people used to ask me, when I was a nanny and didn't, you know, really do anything with what my degree was in, oh, why don't you do fashion? And I was like, oh, it's hard to get into. You need to know someone. But that was the biggest misconception that um, I feel like I had because I know no one in the fashion industry. But yet through hard work, like I said in the previous episode, showing my boys that hard work can get you where you want to go, but it takes hard work. 
So I signed the lease um, for my private showroom and I wanted the showroom to be a place where our connections with our retailers could be made and really invested in. So when they walk in those four walls or if they even see the window passing to go to another appointment or another uh, multi-line showroom, that it catches their eye and they say, wow, like the entire collection comes together. Her vision comes together. It really is my canvas for the current collection that we're writing to show retailers, hey, this is how, you know, I see it in my head of when I designed every piece of this collection to be styled. Or even if they take it on their own and say, oh, I love this top with this skirt, you know, it becomes a style of their own because a lot of pieces are mix and match. Um, so that brings me to another point of styling and merchandising. It is interesting because I have to design a collection a little over a year in advance. Um, so I'm trying to predict trends, but also I, I look at trends, but I also like to stick what is true to our brand and what I love the most um, because I think that in this industry, also putting on blinders is good putting on blinders when styling because you may, you know, want to buy the it thing, but also staying true to yourself and true to your brand is so, so important. Don't try to be another brand. I, I don't want to try to be another brand when I am creating a new collection. I want to stay true to Velvet Fawn and what Velvet Fawn has become. I want to try to stay true to little Lanyap and what little Lanyap has become and same for Brock Brothers. Um, and each of those brands have their own special style and their own special flair. Um, but anyway, when a retailer walks in our doors, it's so cool to see because many of them know what they want right off the bat. They know their customer. They know their size range. You know, one may be in and out in about... 10 minutes tops and wrote, you know, a good solid order collection that, you know, gives their customer a wide range of selection. And then you have some that, you know, take more time and really want to make sure that they have chosen what they think their buyers are going to want. And it's such a gamble, guys. Like, even when I'm designing a collection, it is such a roll of the dice to say, a year in advance, okay, this is what we're going to do for holiday, and let's hope it sticks, or this is what we're going to do for VF collection, let's roll the dice and hope it sticks, and there's some pieces in a collection that I think are going to do phenomenal, like sell off the charts, and it doesn't, and that's okay. You live, and you learn, and you adjust for the next one, but buying in the wholesale market is something that takes time to learn and for us just sitting back and watching these buyers and retailers do it it has taught us so much it has taught us a lot as a brand of okay we hear them and they give us feedback and hey we want the feedback because they're buying from us um they give us feedback on hey have you thought of doing this you know maybe in this style or have you thought about maybe doing this in this fabric and 
they're on the front lines of it. Like they're on the front lines of you guys walking in their stores and hearing from them. So we take all of that and then we put it into the next collection. So that's what wholesale buying looks like in a snippet and a very, very far back view. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. It is a whole nother puzzle piece of what makes Velvet Fawn. Velvet Fawn is our retailers. We have a phenomenal customer base that if they can't find an item with us, they will search our retailer list. And we post that retailer list on our website so that you guys, you know, if we sell out of an item or even if we don't sell out of an item, if you want to shop local where you're at or support our retailers, and we want you to support our retailers, that you can go on there and, you know, surf through that retailer list and say, you know what, I'm going to contact this store. And it may be in Montana and you're in South Louisiana, but I want to see if they have this product. They love that so much, you guys. You don't know how much that makes a retailer feel, you know, loved and supported. And also us, because if you're calling them to look for our brand, that, you know, in their mind goes, wow, like we have people looking for Velvet Fawn. Um, so I encourage you to do that. If we ever sell out of an item or even if, you know, you don't want to buy it from us, but you want to buy it from a small shop, do it. Um, and Dallas Market, getting on the lines of stores in Montana, Dallas Market just isn't for those stores local to Dallas. We have, I cannot even tell you the states that come to Dallas Market Center to buy with us. I mean, we've got Montana, we've got California, these beautiful ranches that I just want to, you know, go and live at with these beautiful horses and buffaloes. Um, and then we have stores in Florida and Alabama and um, Arkansas all over come and the minute they walk in the door my mom has to give it to her she remembers their names their faces and it's really cultivating not just a business relationship but also a friendship um it's emailing them it's calling them it's texting them to constantly stay in front of them just like we have to stay in front of um website you know social media and everything like that it is truly marketing to retailers and it's different, but yet it kind of goes hand in hand with the same marketing that we then use for that collection with direct to consumer. Um, so that's what it looks like. And I'm sure there's a lot more that we can dive into with our Dallas showroom. There's a lot of special things in that showroom, just to hit on those real quick, that are near and dear to my heart. Um, that place essentially is kind of like a second home to me. I feel at home there. I love going there. This was the first January that I actually have not stayed to write orders with my mom since we started there in 2021. But um, my dad made my sign in the back that says a velvet bomb, the huge one that lights up. Um, he made that in July before he passed. And then the brand in our window, the cattle brand with the VF, he made for me. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to give it to me. My mom gave it to me the Christmas after he passed away. But that is where our V and the F connecting came from. Um, he made that for me. 
And then I've got tack in there from our horse barn, um, from our horses when we were growing up. So it really is a special place where I believe when buyers come in the door, when retailers come in the door, they get it. It clicks. It's more than, you know, a brand. It is a a brand family that they want to welcome into their retail store. So that's what our wholesale journey has looked like in Texas. And I pray that it continues to grow. Um, we have made tons of friends there at Dallas Market Center, retailers, employees, um, it is truly a second family to us at Velvet Fawn. So that is it for this episode. And I did go over my 10 minutes, but I guess I'm just really passionate about talking about market. <laughs> um, but until our next episode, keep threading through life with a joy. Thanks for joining us, guys.